This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble, and my name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. I just uh, sexted my girlfriend. Nice. But accidentally sent it to one of my best buddies. Oh. And I'm such a moron that one of my best buddies was like, yeah, okay. Like their response back to my, they're, they're like, they don't even question what I was doing. They're like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. How often does that happen to you? Uh, you know, usually I pay a little bit more attention, but I was doing this while I was driving because I, the, you know, sometimes when the moment is just right and you're driving down 280 and you're thinking, I'm going to send the wife a little bit of a, a little bit of a thing, right? Okay. Just a little, a little like thinking about you message, you right? You mean you were at a stoplight and yeah. you oh, sent yeah. it. No, yeah. I wasn't driving. Right, right. Yeah. You and, just meant you were in the car. Well, I, I was yeah. a passenger in the car. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yes. There you go. And, um, and But then I didn't really pay attention to who I was texting to, to whom gotcha. I texted to. So gotcha. it was a little embarrassing. He rolled with it, but now I'm a little worried the next time I see him. Because what if he says, remember that suggestion you gave me? So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you something. Yeah, and I ahead. want your honest opinion. Because yes, yeah. I go to you. From time to time, sure. both on and off the mic for advice about, sure, about sure, stuff. Sure, sure. So I received a text oh. along those lines okay. that was not intended for me. Okay. Unfortunately, it was from someone I actually work with. Work, excuse me, worked with. Okay, worked with. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I thought, huh. And I, I, kn- I knew this person very well. Was it a female? Yes. Really? How do you know she wasn't just sending you? No, it, no, like, no, no. Checking. Trust me. She could have been just testing no. the waters. And I just said, I'm sure this wasn't intended for me, but I'm flattered. You could just, t- yeah, just t- kind of let her kinda, off the hook. Well, yeah. and, and also just to ease the awkwardness or whatever. Let me ask you a question. And then, okay, go ahead. Did she say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, h- How are you doing, Chris? Did she <laughs> did she extend the conversation? Was that the icebreaker? She, the response was, I am so freaking embarrassed and I'm also so sorry to the point where the next time I saw her, this was a number of years yes, ago, yeah. to the point where the next time that I saw her, she said, I am seriously so sorry. I meant to send that to my boyfriend. I said, I, whose name was also Chris, okay. by the way. That's that why, makes a little bit more sense. That's why yes, I, yeah. I completely knew that she accidentally did yeah, that. Yeah. And I said, oh my God, stop. I'm, I, we're good. Like, Don't worry about it. And I said, so you're into that, huh? No, I'm <laughs> oh, kidding. No. I, did, I did not say that. I did so not say that. So tell me more. No, I didn't. You should have just played it out. No, because I like yeah. my job and didn't want to get fired. And that's you're married. What, yeah, and, and I'm married. Right, yes. No, but it was, it was so I've, I've been the recipient of, of something like that. And it's just... I'm someone that let's just put it behind us. Who cares? It, it was an accident. It's, yeah. We're good. Oh, who cares? It, right. Who cares? In today's world of all the stuff we have to worry about, right? Getting some random sex from somebody accidentally. I'd be flattered even if it was accidentally because right. no one's sending me anything. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I usually get to do lists, and it's never like to do to me list. It's to do right, list. Right. Get this done. Yeah. List. Like go pick up fries. Um. Oh, somebody ordered popcorn from a little Girl Scout group. You have to go get that. Those kind of things I get. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm trying to express to my daughters that everything they put on TikTok, everything they put is here forever. The internet lives forever. Forever. Right. Even if you delete it, it's out there forever. Doesn't matter. And they don't seem to care. And I'm almost getting to the point where I don't even care. I'm like, so what if someone sees that? Well, so what? But I don't, don't care you still, anymore. especially with daughters, don't you still have to be extra careful with stuff like that? Yeah, but every it, there's, it's not like 
you know, maybe 25 years ago, if someone took a Polaroid picture of somebody, they could pass it around and say, that is unbelievable that that is out there. Now, every single person has stuff up online. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not making an excuse for it. No, but I get what you're saying. Yes. I get what you're saying. That's why I can't run for politics. We did. Right. (laughs) So we did take last week off. You and I were both uh, traveling, so to speak. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I don't know. Did we get your review of Top Gun Maverick on the show, or did you and I just ex- speaking of exchange tech mess- text messages? Yeah, I don't, messages I don't know. It? I um, I totally thought it was okay, and about thirty minutes into it, I was done. I was ready to go. Mm. I I to- and everyone I know, everyone I know, people I really love <laughs> and enjoy, me. including you, loved it. I did. I just don't know if I'm made for movies anymore. To the point where I think I might go see it in the theater again. Really? That's, that's how much I enjoyed it. Oh wow! It. Yeah, I could never in my entire life sit through that movie again. It was good. In the, in the theater or just in just general? anywhere in general will I ever hmm. watch it again. Okay. I'll, I'll see the third one in, you know, 2069 or whatever. I'll go see the third one. <laughs> when Tom Cruise still looks like he's thir- 30 years yeah, old. Yeah, yes. I mean, I'll, I'll totally do that. But I am not a patient person. I don't care. Right. I, and I don't. And I, uh, well, I, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite movies of all time. I went to see The Hulk. Right. Remember The Hulk? Okay. It's not my favorite movie of all time. It's okay. my favorite movie experience. I went. I was with like. Seven or eight friends. We went there. Midway through, I got so bored, I got up and started playing video games right in the in the lobby. Okay. And this was at Pavilion Place in Roseville many, many years ago. And then all of a sudden, I left and went to TGI Fridays. By but yourself? I, can, I completely forgot that I was with seven people. So I went from the movie to, oh my God, video games, to... I'm gonna go over to TGI I want Fridays. Some cheddar fries. And just left. And my, my friends were like, where, where are you? I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. They were in there. They said it was so great. I'm like, that was the most moronic movie I've ever seen. It was totally stupid. Mm-hmm. And I had, they only got to watch the movie. I got to see a little bit of the movie, play some video games, and go to TGI Fridays in Roseville. I think, I'm speaking for myself, but I think I personally have gone through multiple stages as it, as it relates to movies. Okay. When I was a kid, I hardly ever went to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Then when I was a teenager, that was just kind of the thing you did. Just to go do. Yeah. Because it was a social outing where, you know, you still had to rely on mom and dad to drive you somewhere. So yeah. it's, okay, drop us off at the Faribault West Mall, uh, Cinema 6, I believe was the name of the theater, and we would watch a movie or two, perhaps, because back then it was two bucks or mm-hmm. whatever it cost. And then they came and got you at 10 o'clock and you went home. You know, so I I remember going with a bunch of friends, many many, including seeing Top Gun, okay. many times to the theater, and then of course you know you get into college and you got to take the girl out on the date, yeah, and, and then yeah. you're seeing a ton of movies, and then you kind of grow up and say I'll just wait for it to come out and I'll watch it at home. Of course, I because I was trying to recall the last movie I actually saw in the theater until I saw Top Gun Maverick on opening night. I sure. couldn't wait. I had to go opening night. Back on May, it was the Thursday of uh, Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, what was the last movie I actually saw in the theater? Because I I couldn't recall which one it was. In fact, I know I was with my wife and kids. So it must have been like an Incredibles or something like that that we went and saw. I have a really hard time suspending disbelief, right? You know that term, suspension of disbelief? And in this Top Gun, and it's not a spoiler alert, there's a moment where, okay, everything else was possible until that. that and I was, know exactly and, what yeah. moment you're like, talking oh, about. I'm like, oh, well, now now it's a superhero movie because now you he's, he's not jumping from one skyscraper to another. 
that's not what the scenario was, but, but it's something it's that can't completely happen. Completely unrealistic. It's totally unrealistic. So I'm like, well, that's dumb. Why would you do that in this relatively well written and, and stated? And all of the stated. flight scenes were authentic. Yeah, because they were using actual the the best. Uh, uh, fighter pilots mm-hmm. in the world yeah. to, to film this movie. It just so happened that Tom Cruise is sitting behind him, not actually flying the plane. Sure, and, it and was everybody cool. knows that. Yeah, but everybody. I, I remember when way back in like 1984, there was a movie theater in Roseville called um, I can't remember Roseville Four. Roseville Four. It was right. the Dollar Movie Theater, and I was standing in line, and I see one of my buddies, like a, a secondary buddy, you know, the high school kid, where sure. you're like, "Hey, that's," and this isn't his name, but like Jimmy Johnson. There he is, and he's the tough kid in school. And I see him on the payphone, and he's waving to me like, "Hey, Mike," you know. And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know we were that close." But look at, he's excited that he sees me here. So he's on this payphone, and he gets off the payphone and walks up, and I said, "Man, how you doing, Jimmy?" And he says, "Great. I just called in a bomb threat," and and uh, I'm like, "Wait, wait, what?" And he goes, "Yeah, I was at a restaurant. They kicked me out, so I called in a bomb threat." And I was like, who who does that? Who would go to a payphone, call in a bomb threat, instantly walk 10 feet over, greet me like we're best buddies and say, yeah, I had to quickly call in a quick bomb threat. So how long has he been in prison? I don't know. I was, <laughs> luckily, I was you know 14 or 15 at the time, and I just kind of rolled with it. And I thought, huh, I wonder what he's doing now. All right, now I'm going to bring two topics together. We the, the boys and I and my wife, we were watching a movie at home. I forget which one it was. And they saw a payphone. And of course, you don't, you know, me, 44 year old me, not really thinking anything of it. And my son looks at me and he says, What is that, dad? Yeah, isn't that amazing? And I thought, Oh my God, he has, well, of course, why would he know what a payphone is? Why would he have any idea? And I thought, Well, buddy, back before, this is way back before everybody had cell phones. In fact, you know, when dad grew up, we had one phone in the house that had the, the rotary dial. Oh, yeah. And I said, if you were out and about and needed to call home or, you know, like I would have to call grandma, my mom, and mm-hmm. I would say, hey, I need a ride home from the mall or I need a ride home from school. We had to use a pay phone. And he said, so wait, you had to put money in there? I said, well, it was like a quarter <laughs> yeah. to make a phone call. Well, it was but, a dime when but, I was a kid. I yeah. said, but yeah, that that's just how it used to work back then. I think there's a game that could be a new TikTok thing, right? Okay. And what you do is you, you mime dialing a rotary phone because if i did it in front of you right if i did this like if i went like this mm-hmm. you'd know what i was doing i'm miming for the people i sure. know this is a radio or a podcast so you can't see me miming a rotary phone okay but then i'm also gonna okay i'm gonna do this one on the radio right okay. no one's gonna know but you tell me what i'm doing you're rolling your window down i'm in rolling your car. my window down in my car right yep, using yep. the little knob so what i did is i pretended to hold the steering wheel i put my hand down and turned <laughs> it clockwise content, right but but i think if i did that to my kids they would, they would say, have no you're idea. You're milking a cow. They would have no idea. They would have no concept yeah. of what I was doing. And if I did this one, what am I doing? Uh, oh, you're uh, shifting. Shifting a stick shift car. Yeah. They would have no concept of what that is. So I think we just invented a really, really fun thing to go do with your kids. So go back home, pretend to roll down the windows, do the stick shift, do the rotary phone, and let's figure out how many other cool things we could mime to see how old we are and how young our children are. Speaking of fun things to do with that your... That was great. I mined I, on the radio. I do like that. <laughs> that was pretty good. I think that that's a first okay, for us. Good. Um, in fact, I'm going to make a note because that'll be part of today's caption for the show. Yeah, Mike Miming, Mimes. Miming on a podcast. That's right. Um, so speaking of fun things to do with your kids, mm-hmm. this is not going to shock you what I'm about to say right. whatsoever, and I, and I know this. So I mentioned Memorial Day weekend. The reason I went Thursday night to Top Gun Maverick, well, A... I honestly wanted to see it before I heard anything about it on, because I listen to a lot of local radio and other podcasts, and I didn't want to hear one word about it uttered 
before I had the chance to see it mm-hmm. because I just I, I as Jesse Ventura once famously said on AM 1500 I wanted it fresh yeah so the reason I went Thursday night also was because my wife was going to be out of town Friday Saturday and most of Sunday so I knew that that was probably the only chance I was going to get to watch the movie okay so Friday I get done with the show here wrap up all the things with Garage Logic start heading home and I had a baseball game that night well we dropped my wife off at the airport. And I'm starting to think to myself, what are me and the boys going to do while mom is gone? Of course, she's all worried because she doesn't like being away from the kids, and I get all that. <laughs> and so I said, well, you know, because she was going to visit a really good friend who's been going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, you need to go visit your friend. It's been a while since you've seen her. Anyway, so I put her on a plane. She flies to Chicago. She's going to spend a couple days, and we're going to pick her up Sunday night. So I'm thinking, all right, we have a game Friday night in Faribault. And then I'm thinking, all right, what are we going to do all day Saturday? we got to do something fun. It's Memorial Day weekend. Oh, this is going to be good. And so I make the decision while we're playing our game. I thought, I'm going to look. Are, are the Cardinals at home? And so they are. One o'clock game in St. Louis on Saturday afternoon. Are you kidding me? So Friday after our game, me? I'm not. We leave Fairbowl at 10 o'clock p.m. And we just start heading south. And I was going to see how far we could make it before I got tired. And okay. I knew they were going to fall they asleep fall right asleep, away yeah. anyway. So we got south of Waterloo because I wasn't going to stay in Waterloo because I'm not a big fan of Waterloo. It's getting a little bit. It's basically become a miniature version of Minneapolis. So okay. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Waterloo. So we stayed in some a nice hotel south of Waterloo. I can't remember the name of the city. And then we get up, and I told the boys what the plan was, and they were all for it. Hell yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> so we finally, I finally got to be a little after midnight. I go, oh, we better, I better, mm. you know, start. Plus, you had a couple beers. In you. No, God, I'm no. Just kidding. And so we spent the night, got up, I don't know, I got up probably about 7 30 and started, you know, packing up stuff in the truck. And I said, all right, boys, let's all take a shower. Let's grab some breakfast on the run and let's, let's get to the ball game. So, all right, let's do it. So we start heading back. And my youngest son is not a big believer in silence. Okay. And so, which is great. Uh, mm-hmm. He likes to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. He also likes to ask a lot of nonsense. And his older brother loves to egg him on because he know at some point it's going to agitate dad. Okay. And he says, uh, Leland, let's give dad the road trip test. Oh, no. Ready for the Leland Reavers road trip test? Sure. Okay. You're going to be playing the role of me. Okay. I'm going to be playing the role of Leland. <clears throat> hey, dad. Y- yes, Leland. It's no. Oh, I always just kind of say, what's up, buddy? Yeah, what's, what's up, Betty? Um, what's your first favorite color? Red. Hey, Dad. Y- yes, buddy. What's your second favorite color? Uh, blue. Okay, buddy. Okay, it's blue. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Uh, y- yes, buddy. What, what do we got what's now? What's your third favorite color? Oh, my God. Uh, buddy, we're done doing this now. I got to number 10. Really? Till I finally said, okay, how about another, let's change topics. Change topics. Hey, Dad. Uh, yeah, yeah, buddy. What's not, what up What's now? your first favorite thing in the bathroom? Oh, the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, the toilet, I think. Hey, Dad. Y- yes, buddy. What's your second toilet favorite paper. thing? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Just nonstop. And so it got to the... So then I'm thinking, all right, I got to outsmart him. Yes. Because I can't oh. let him get the better of me. Okay. All and right. we, we got nothing but time to kill anyway. Sure. And so then uh, <laughs> I said, well, I, I got an idea. How about I ask you? Mm. And so I asked him something similar. And then it, it turned into, hey, Dad. Uh, yes, buddy. What's your favorite number? Oh, 13. and here's right. Oh, okay. Here's yeah. where the tides turned. Okay. I said, one. Hey, Dad, what's your second favorite number? Two. Oh. To the point where he gave up. Okay. So he was I like, won. Yeah, because you can just keep going. <laughs> you, you've done the beers on the wall game. And I will say this, and I know you do not share my sentiment in this. I, 
it was fun because it was just me and the boys' time alone. Yeah, it, it was a lot of driving that day because we 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 went to the game. Mm-hmm. By the way, for all of you baseball lovers, it's it's literally one of the easiest road trips because you can get there in seven hours. Sure. Um, to St. Louis and and go to go to a day game. It's a great baseball town. Okay, and that's probably the. It's got to be close to the tenth time I've been to that stadium. Did you drive right back afterwards? We so the game started at one. We got there a little bit before the game. Had the hot, it was it was hot. It was ninety two. Oh wow! And it, oh. and that heat just sits on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we had bleacher seats, which were great, but the sun was right on us. Okay. And so we made it to about the seventh. And my my oldest hates the sun more than I do. Mm-hmm. And he said. Dad, I'm really hot. Can we go back to the concourse? And I said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And then we started walking, and I said, do you, you guys want to head home? And they said, yeah, we're kind of tired. So we we were there for two and a half What a great hours. story, though. What a fun thing to do. So we start heading back, and then all they want to do is, what hotel are we going to stay at? Because we want to go swimming. Oh, got it. And so mm-hmm. I said, well, i tell you what. Let's let's try to get going, because we got to pick up Nam tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, and so whatever. So we start heading back. And they fall asleep within the first hour sure. that that were on the road. Sun knocks them out. Yeah. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. And so all of a sudden, I'm thinking we're making great time here. Yeah, we might be able to do this. And we I'm already be... to Iowa City. I'm thinking, well, that's nothing to my yeah, house from yeah. Iowa City. So they started to wake up and they asked where we were. And I said, well, buddy, we're. So my wife has family outside Iowa City. I said, well, we're we're almost by. Uh, we we call him Grandpa Mustache okay. affectionately mm-hmm. in our family. Jess's dad. And so I said, we're all we're past Grandpa Mustache's house. And he said, oh, well, we're almost home. I want to see Benji, the cat. Meaning. Okay. So yeah. I said, all right, we're going to head home. So, yeah, we we got we we probably left St. Louis 3.30-ish. Okay. And I pulled into my driveway at 11 o'clock. Oh, not bad. No, it was it was really easy. And then I had a beer. And then you had a beer. <laughs> and then I had a beer and once. And you said, don't wake Daddy up until noon tomorrow. It, well, what was great, too, because it was kind of, remember, Memorial Day weekend was kind of sticky here. And yeah. so I fired up the air conditioner, and all of us slept until about nine thirty oh, the next morning. Nice. It was fantastic. So yeah, it was cool. And I I got to tell you, any baseball fan out there, that's such a fun road trip, man. It's it's easy. It's a great place to watch a ballpark or ball game. And my God, they must have had forty five thousand fans at that game because really? they were playing the Brewers, who were really good as well. Okay. And so it was fun. It was it was a quick quick road trip. Well, I'm super proud of you. I don't know if I'm that kind of dad, <laughs> right? I think I go for the low exposure stuff. Okay. Right? I do the low things. Like when, when I realize that I have to entertain my children for a weekend. Sure. It's like, um, whose friend's house do you want to go to? Right. I'll drive you to that sure, other house. Sure, sure. Um, I might do, do you want to go to the mall and grab lunch? Right. We'll go to the mall. Let them. I'll go to some random golf store or something. They go walk around the mall. We meet for lunch. We go home. They go into the rooms. I go out and fart around on the lawnmower. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. But I, I never, ever think let's toss everybody in the car for a seven hour road trip i don't know I, maybe it's because your children like you it very well could be okay I mean, mine are just indifferent to me sure they can live with me or without me and i'm okay with that right my, my kids are fine they're nice people right they're totally nice people i get along with a couple of them more than others but they're just kind of indifferent like eh, he's okay it's he's, okay. He's around. Yeah, he's around. We can tolerate They're him. They're very respectful to me, and I'm respectful to them. Like, we have a nice thing. My my oldest daughter, my my wife has a daughter who's older than my oldest daughter, but my genetic oldest daughter, she started Cretan yesterday, right? Oh. So the school ended, eighth grade ended at one school, and now she's going to Cretan, and she's starting school already, right? Wait, already? Yeah. Well, they have, like, a one-week class like, in the oh, middle okay. of summer. Gotcha, gotcha. They do a health class, and it's kind of good because then you get to, as a freshman, you go check out the school. And meet some people. Yeah, and kind of get a feel for it. Well. Sure. 
I'm sitting there and she sees this like kid who looks like he's 25 walking in and she says, I'll go now. And I said, well, why now? And she goes, no reason. And I instantaneously knew what she was thinking. She's like, that's the guy that I need to meet. And I'm like, you're in eighth grade, first day in ninth grade, and you're chasing a guy who looks like he's 25 years old. <laughs> no. So I rolled up a newspaper and hit her in the nose. Which I didn't actually do. No, but that I know was, you did. I okay. know you did. Yeah, she then she had stated <laughs> that they had a health class and they watched a show. This is the first day of school. Okay. And I'm not complaining about this because I don't know all the ins and outs of it. But it was a story about a school shooting, a suicide, oh. and a pregnancy. Oh, my. And she said, I've been in high school exactly one day. And that's the movie they showed me about. And then one of the teachers made a joke. She had asked to go to the bathroom. She goes, and the teacher said, uh, whatever you do, don't go vape. And she's like... Why would she say, I don't vape, I'm, I'm in ninth grade. For, and I wow. said, wow, they sure ruined the innocence of a sweet little eighth grader right mm-hmm. off the bat. And this is a good school, and, and the teacher wasn't, I'm not complaining about the teacher by any means. But I get it was what just you're a saying. joke. It's yeah. like, oh, just assume she's not going to vape. She's just, she just was watching cartoons on the way over here right. on her phone, right? Just watching some cartoon. And I guess, honestly, you're, that's part of why this is still the age where they're going to enjoy doing that kind of stuff with me. Cause I, I'm not stupid. I know at mm-hmm. some point they're going to get older and say, Oh God, I got to hang out with my dad this weekend. I get that, which is why I'm just kind of trying to relish those moments that I still get. Well, you still have complete control of them. Yeah. That, yeah. and th- they still would find an interest in doing that because I'll, I'll be honest. The only reason I got away with doing that over Memorial day weekend is because my wife wasn't there. Mm-hmm. There's not a chance in hell. She would have come with us. Oh really? Or even okay. allowed us to go. If she was home, allowed Me- you to well, go. You know what I'm who, saying? Like who's in control at your house? Meaning that she would say, well, I want to spend the weekend with them here at our house. Yeah. So do you know what I'm saying? So she wouldn't you have didn't put your foot down and say, no. whatever, don't you have some cleaning to do? What does Sam Cassell say? Uh, I don't run my house. I run around my house. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. but seriously, that was the only reason why it kind of just worked, where mom was going to be gone anyway. And I thought, well, we got to find something fun to do. What are mm. we going to do? So that, and again, I know in however many years it's going to be, he's going to say, my 10-year-old's going to be like, I don't want to do that with my dad. I, and I get that totally. What will really happen is they'll be in traveling baseball and you won't have any time to do anything anyways. That's true, right? too. You'll, you'll be just doing something. So my girls... Of course, I'm talking about traveling volleyball, and we're talking about kids way too much. I'm even sick of it. But <laughs> they, um, they've they been doing this volleyball, and that's all we do. We can't figure out a, a weekend to go to the cabin. We can't do it. You know, it, it's a great problem to have, being too busy to not be able to get up to the cabin. Yep. But it's on, I'm looking out at the whole calendar for the whole year. The only thing that I really for sure want to do is go to Sticks during the State Fair. I just can't wait. I know. I... <laughs> We were talking about the fair off the air. Maybe it was on the... I can't remember. But it it saddens me, because I love the state fair, but mm-hmm. then it's, oh, summer's over. Yeah. Crap. I know. It just It's like less than 100 days away. Oh, it's not even... I don't even think it's Hold on. 80 I, days away. I, I have it on my computer. It's June 7th. Because I think... Uh, June, it's June 7th today, yes. I was... Hold on. So let me... Like, I have this app called Dream Days, and I put important things in here. It's 79 days away. I was going to say... There, I was going to say... I was going to say 75, 79 but days away. Let's not talk about that. That's going to depress wait. the living heck out of me. I can't wait. So when you walked in today, um, I was watching a Prince YouTube video, mm-hmm. because today is Prince Rogers Nelson's birthday. Oh, I did not know. He, how old would he have been? Uh, I have it right here. Let me let me, let me guess. All right, I'm going to let you uh, guess. Um, 61. He, let's see. 
You're no. close. No, you're close. Am I? Okay. He died at the age of 57 in 2016. 17, 18, So that 19, he would have been 62. 20, so, oh, yeah. He so, would have been 62. Yeah, okay, yeah. Very so good I was, guess. Uh, I was, yeah, I, I also thought, wait, he was way younger. But no, he's 62, or would have been 62. And so my son, my oldest, loves Prince music. And he got into it because, of course, when he died back in 2016... Uh, everyone was playing Prince music, mm. and of course I was playing because I, I I love a lot of Prince. Well, you just stuff. like that part where he goes, "Hee hee hee." <laughs> That's Michael Jackson. But <laughs> the the video I was watching, and I posted it to my Facebook page, is he did a 13 minute encore at Englewood Arena. Mm-hmm. This is back in 2011. He came back out on stage with his band, and it was he did um, play that funky music. Oh. Into Hollywood Swingin', while keeping the same beat, sure. into Fantastic Voyage to wrap up his show. Okay. And it's so incredibly funky, and just, he is so bleeping talented. Unbelievably talented. And I don't, I don't even think you have to be a fan of his music to appreciate how bleeping good he is at performance. Yeah, I, I would consider myself a non-fan of Prince, Okay, yet I love his music. Yeah. But I don't listen to Prince music. Sure, sure. Right? I, I don't, I would never play like... Prince on Spotify, okay. for example. Can, can I tell you a story? Yeah. And this is going to sound horrible, mm-hmm. but I get I get really, really proud of when people reach outside of the comfort zone. So I was at this bar that had karaoke the other night. Oh, God. Right? Oh, and God. I don't... I, I was this lo- a local bar? Yeah, a local bar okay. yeah, here in the Twin Cities. I've never been drunk enough in my life to do karaoke, <laughs> right? Okay. And I've been drunk. And I'm going to admit, like I've been kind of really drunk before. Okay. But I've never, ever said to myself... Now's the time to completely humiliate myself up on the stage. But I'm at karaoke, and there's this gentleman. Do you know what cochlear implants are? No. So that's that little thing, that device. Sometimes you see them stuck to the back of people's heads behind their ear. Okay. It looks like this little plug-in on the back of their heads, and it allows them to hear, just like Rush Limbaugh had cochlear implants. Oh, sure. So okay, they're that's deaf, what that is. and now they have this thing. So this big old guy... Big old guy with his cochlear implants, so technically he's deaf, but he has the ability to hear, gets up, and he's doing karaoke. Oh, man. I am so stinking proud of him. I am just, I'm clapping for this guy. I mean, I want to run up and hug him, and he's a like, big old biker-looking guy, right? And I'm just so damn excited for him. He was not a good singer. He was not, <laughs> right? But I, I'm almost tearing up with my group that I'm with because I'm just like, what nice Loving people that are all here. Everyone's clapping for him. This guy's got a smile as big as it can get. He has no idea how terrible well, he is. Well, I mean, he might, he might know he that he's not. he doesn't care. Yeah, he, I mean, technically, he might not hear. I don't know how powerful his cochlear implants That's are, right? fantastic. So I'm like, wow, this guy has more balls and more moxie, <laughs> deaf, doing karaoke, and I can't even get myself up there to go do a song. Right, so right. my question to you is, Reavers, okay. if you had to do a karaoke song... What song would you do? I always make the joke because when I used to have a social life Mm -hmm. before I had children, we would go out and about. And the best karaoke spot, I I know, I don't think it still exists, was the Uptown VFW. Okay. You remember the, the, they would always do, I think it was Thursday night karaoke. And I had a couple of friends that lived very near the Uptown VFW back when Uptown was still tolerable to go to Mm -hmm. on a weekend night or a a weeknight in general. Anyway, and... (laughs) The uh, the gal was there, you, so you you write your your name sure, down yep. and then whatever song you wanted to perform, and then you'd hand it over. And it was a very low key. We were one of maybe twenty five people in there, and so I wrote down my song, and I handed it to her, and she looked at me, 
And she said, seriously, you're, you're going to do this? Guess what song I picked? Uh, Dolly Parton's 9 to 5. Tequila. Oh, nice. Okay. Do you know why? She uh, said, seriously. Uh, no, I do not. You know the song? It just only says the word tequila and that's it. One time. One time. Oh, dun, tequila. That's it. It's okay. And I just stood there. <laughs> and waited. And just waited and looked at the crowd. And I would say, oh my God, of course Reavers would do this <laughs> at the Uptown VFW. And then I would say, tequila. Tequila. I, and I stared like deadpan to And everyone. that was it. Yeah. And that was it. Although I will, I, I, so the last time, and that was a number of years ago, but a few years ago, a group of us here at Hubbard had to go to Orlando for a podcasting conference. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're in these meetings all day. It's August. It's Orlando. Yeah. You're just hot, Drained. sticky. All yeah. you want to do is go up to your room and take a shower, mm-hmm. right? So then, of course, the group tech start, st- starting with the boss, hey, we're going to go have dinner tonight. Don't worry. Everything's on on, yep, on yep, me and you know, whatever. Yep. So we go out to eat at the, uh, what's that really cool area outside of where Disney World is that has all these really cool restaurants and shops and whatnot. There's a name for it and I can't remember. It doesn't matter. So then, of course, most of the bosses and stuff start heading back because they know what's about to mm-hmm, hit, mm-hmm. that we're going to go out and maybe have a couple of drinks and Uber home. And so we find this absolute dive bar that has karaoke. Okay. And me and a coworker did Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. There you go. To the point that one of the other people in our group who doesn't work for this market, he works for a different market, took his shirt off and started ah. to twirl it in the air. And I'm thinking, oh, this is getting out of hand. I, this, it's time for me to go back yeah, to my... The, these are my coworkers, okay. right? Like, and I, I like to have a good time. Don't get me wrong. But I thought, oh, it's time, it's time to head back. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. I mean, so you're not... You don't have any uncomfortable... You have to have a couple drinks in you. Oh, 100%. Yeah, Could I Joe Souchere ever do karaoke? No, he I don't... He would never do it, I right? Don't th- I don't think he would do... Karaoke. Well, he used to play drums with the band at the State Fair, but I don't think... That's a drummer. Right, that's but totally I, don't, different. I don't think he would ever get up and do and, yeah. and sing. But... I guess the reason I mentioned Prince and and it being his birthday, I think I've shared this with you before, but I, I've I've had a couple of interactions with him. One being when he when I was running the Chanhassen baseball team, and he and his girlfriend at the time were riding their bikes because he lived a mile from where we would play our home games, mm-hmm. and he kind of looked and said, "Game tonight?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, your your Prince, um, yeah, we play at seven. Cool." Off he went. That was it. That was it. Yeah. And so that that was one time. Then another time when I was bartending, he the DJ that was performing, he was friends with. And so he came in and guest DJed for about 10 seconds. Okay. But it was super cool because it's like, holy crap, that's Prince DJing at the place I'm working. That's pretty cool. But I remember the weekend because I believe he died on a Thursday. I believe it was a Thursday. Oh, and the only yeah. reason I know that is because it was huge news, obviously, here. W- worldwide news. Yeah. And there was a text at this place I was working, bartending at, said, anyone that can work tonight, we're opening the doors. Minneapolis is going to be on fire all weekend, which it was. And mm-hmm. I remember, and I've told this to Joe on GL, honest to God, Mike, that was t- April of 2016. And that, to me, was really the last time I felt proud to be in Minneapolis. Really? Because okay. everything you, you just you wanted to soak it all in. Sure. So I remember... You know, we I worked Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. I almost worked Sunday night because the money was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But also because you just wanted to be a part of it. Really? Okay. Because it, it would go from every place was open, everybody was cool, everybody was just 
enjoying each other. It wasn't the normal raucous. Yeah. Oh, you looked at my girl, so I want to fight. Kind sure. of a kind of a set. It was just everyone was kind of in mourning together. But then First Avenue said, "Bleep it! Uh, we're going to be open all night, long. all day, yeah. all night, and yeah. we're going to play Prince music all day, all night to the mm-hmm. point where the guy that I was just mentioning." He did a set at our place Thursday night and was on fire. Then he went and did three hours at First Ave. Mm. So a bunch of us that were working went, went with him there. and just yeah. swung, swung right over there. And I thought, holy cow, this is so freaking cool. And, of course, everybody rallied because it was bleeping Prince. You know, you know? what? I remember that pretty de- – like about a week and a half later, someone said to me, yeah, with Prince died. And I said, what, Prince died? <laughs> I had no idea <laughs> because it was it was all yeah I, I, get I mean it. no I mean it was a big it was a big deal um so that begs to question who is the most famous Minnesotan in your opinion and who mm. is the most important maybe mine is clear clear as day Mike Fredoloni Rachel Lee Cook do you know her isn't she the actress that played uh, oh what's that movie she's just some beautiful actress right she's just maybe the most important one to me i'm kind of no, making that up i don't one, even know no, if no, she's no, no. from it's minnesota the, it's the one where she's walking down the where she played the nerdy girl yeah it's like the like the 10 things the, i hate about you no it's is it she's all that it, i think it is she's all that I, oh, with, I, with us whatever prince jr isn't that what his Rachel name is Lee cook um oh, yeah, yeah she, she, she was in that very, movie very with cute. uh yeah she's just she was very born pretty. in minneapolis yep she was a social worker and former stand-up comedian. She's forty-two years old, five foot two, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So she was in uh, "She's All That" with what's Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, he was all that. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-nine. She's all that. Yes. So it's the scene where you know she was the nerd and she had the glasses and then yeah. she got the makeover and she's coming down the stairs and you're going, "Oh wow, she's hot." Yeah, you know what I really laugh is they just put a pair of weird glasses with some tape on it, and you can obviously tell she's still very pretty. And note to kids going into high school, there's going to be a girl in school that has nerdy glasses and some tape on it. She might just be the pretty one. Yeah. Just go ahead and just someday she might have her glasses off, and you'll be like, oh, she's quite pretty, quite mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah, so she's my um, most famous to me, Minnesotan. And then, then of course... Garrison Keillor, because that he means something to me. I, well, I I don't know if it counts because basically he disowned us, abandoned us. But Bob Dylan probably. Yeah, I mean, Bob's cool, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a he, he's got something. Um, I'm trying to think of who it's else. Either Bob, it's either Bob Dylan or Prince. Yeah, it's I mean, I, I think actually in reality, Prince is infinitely bigger than everybody, right? But who's your favorite? I mean, would it be Prince? Uh, from here. Yeah. Kent Herbeck. He's he's from here? Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't know that. Bloomington. Oh, right. I guess mm-hmm. I, I never thought that uh, thought of that. <laughs> I, I only said that. I'm, I'm joking. Kent would be, he, he would probably punch me if I if he knew I said In that. In my office, show. I have a signed Kent Herbeck bat. Nice. And we gave it away as a prize one time, right? Mm-hmm. And then the person who won it was from like Shyockton or something, like Wisconsin somewhere, like way out in Wisconsin. And I said, well, uh, you got to come get it, right? And they're like, well... Don't worry about it. So it's been sitting in my office for like the last 20 years. So some guy, if you're in Shyockton and you still want that bat back, let me, me know. I'll be glad to send it. Yeah, I'll be glad to get it to you. Um, okay, so I know that didn't do much for you. Um, I uh, Your print story? No, no, It did no. a lot for me. What I love about this show, and I got to make this really clear, is we are completely tangential. We go to any subject because we start with anything. 
we go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I can't. P- people ask me if we write this. <laughs> so, what, are you, what are you talking not. about? Absolutely not. You can't not. write this moronically. It um, would be impossible. Oh, darn it. I Just because I, I had this up here because I knew that this was going to trigger. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Because I knew this was going to uh, elicit a reaction okay, from you. Okay, got it. We're all familiar with Jay Cutler, mm-hmm, former quarterback mm-hmm. for the Chicago Mr. Bears. Mr. Pouty Pants. Yeah. And his ex-wife, Kristen, is it Cav- Cavallari? Cavallari, I think, She yes. was a reality television star. I think she was correct? on The Hills. I, I know who she is. I just have no idea what sure. she's been in. She's real, real popular with, yeah. with my wife. So, oh, really? They, she loves all that group of girls from The Hills and... Now, is, was The Hills a reality show? Yeah, or was kind it a of. It was a show? docudrama. Oh, okay. Right. So I saw this this morning, and I thought, oh, this will be fun because it, it, it's it's perfect. It perfectly states just how bleeping just disjointed we are as a society. Mm, because Joe and I were talking about this. Why did the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial get such national attention? And Joe said. Because we're dissolving into complete morons. Yeah, that's all we can handle. He said 25-year-olds don't care about the war in Ukraine. They care about Johnny Depp's defamation lawsuit. And I said, Unbelievably. That's just, okay, anyway. So TMZ Sports caught up with Kristen Cavallari at the airport. Oh, wow. Yes, this is a breaking yeah, news breaking item. Yeah, breaking news. And uh, she said, quote, she's been partying for two years as the two finally have divorced. Oh, so the, the the happy couple is no okay. longer, but it's been a process. So basically, this was the headline: We see Kristen Cavallari at the airport. Yeah, I've just been partying. I've for been two partying years. for two years. Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about my three kids that are at home. I'm just I'm getting the better end of it. Apparently, it was in response to something he said on his podcast. And again, it comes back to why do we care about this stuff? But apparently, we do because it's on. The front page of several outlets that I go to daily to, to find subject matter to talk, and I guess I'm bringing it up on this show. Have you watched some of those? I mean, there is a degradation in what what's happening in society, right? We've degraded down. And oh, I know yeah. that because even if you look at old television shows, people in the audience are wearing a sport jacket and a tie, <laughs> Yeah. right? Now you're lucky if people are wearing pants, and I'm not kidding. Or when you get in an airplane, they are still in their pajamas. Oh. Drives me nuts. My kids wore some like uh, monkey flip flops, and I thought, "Oh, if you think we're going out to eat, and you're wearing monkey flip flops," so she runs downstairs, kicks off her monkey flip flops, comes back up with fur flip flops on. I'm like, "Okay, the point is, you're going to put on Socks shoes and shoes, yeah, like actual shoes. You can't just wear sweatpants." And, right. And it, it, we've really degraded ourselves in in a bad way. But I've been watching this. What do Americans know? And they have. I, oh, I, I, you I, can't watch that stuff. It's just so depressing. What two countries border the United States? Uh, Colorado and it's like what? Mm-hmm. How do you not know that? Well, I don't know who the first one that started the man on the street. Mm-hmm. But when Kimmel used to do his late late show yep. before he does the, the the tamer version of his show now, which I don't even really watch much late night anymore. In fact, the only time I ever see it is if it's clips via social media that that might catch my attention. But I can't remember the last time I've actually sat down and watched Late Night because it's all just political propaganda. Plus very late. Well, the, yeah, and I, yeah. I don't want to be up that late. Yeah. Even on a Friday, I want to go to bed. <laughs> but anyway, Kimmel used to do this man on the street bit where mm. he was asking questions just like that. And it makes you so depressed. Yeah, it's no longer funny. No. Yeah, it, it's just, again, they might have asked 2,000 people and gotten one that doesn't know. That would make me feel a little bit better. But I wish they'd say, we asked 100 people what the Holocaust was, mm-hmm. and it would be interesting to see if 99 knew and one was a little unclear because they're not sure of the term, right? There's going to be one in, out of 100, well, right? I, I'll never forget. One of them was, 
whoever the field reporter was that Kimmel had sent out with the camera crew, the the war on drugs. Okay. Okay. And, oh my God, there was this very pretty girl who was asked, what, how would you describe this country's war on drugs? To the point where she said, well, it's like, you know... Drugs. She basically thought drugs was a region, a territory. Oh, really? And we okay. had decided to invade it and, uh, in some invade capacity. Drugs. That and reminds thought, me of that oh, gal no. who who needed more maps for people because what was the what was the oh, beauty contestant? It's the uh, oh, is it where she needed. I think the reason why we need maps to that poor girl that was she really started Miss stumbling. South Carolina. Yeah, Miss South Carolina um, and recent. Whoops. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Apparently, uh, this is backfiring, but I get okay. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it was it was pretty funny when she did that. But I bet you anything, it would be it would be interesting to see where they are now. Because I met you, Miss Carolina is probably married to some guy with a jet. Even though <laughs> she has, and she just says, "We don't need maps anymore. We got GPS." Right. Ten bucks. That's the case. Well, that's just it. Because you, you you think about going through school, and you're gonna need this one day. Yeah, you're gonna need it. No, you don't. I got a cell phone. Yeah. I, when, when your math teacher said, "You're not gonna have a ca- uh, calculator with you every time you need math," it's like, "Want to bet?" Ha ha, Miss Frederick. Yes, got yes, you. Yes. Not only am I gonna have a calculator, we're gonna have all the knowledge in the world at my fingertips. It's so funny too, because so for us today was our last day of school at Carver Elementary. Okay. Go Coyote. And so you see the same three people every day when you, you know, the, the, that are outside, you know, letting the, or basically organizing traffic. Mm-hmm. And I said, so who's uh, who's more looking forward to three o'clock today? You were the kids. And she, the, the gal that's in the front, she's just awesome. I see her yeah. every single day. She said, oh, no question. It's me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. To be. And she yeah. said, I love the kids. And she said, your boys yeah. are fantastic, but I'm ready for a break. Is Leland uh, going to have to do second grade again or what? Is, uh, is, <laughs> <laughs> No, no, because he'll just say, um, for instance, his teacher, who he's had now for two years, because they combine kindergarten and first grade, okay. and, and so on, just just to see where their kids' development is. Yeah. So, Mrs. Hammond, who's been awesome, we've had her, we've had her for a number of years now with both of our boys. He'll just go, "Hey, Miss Hammond, what's your what's your first favorite color?" He does not. No, just I'm saying he'll oh, do that just oh, so that, she, and then she'll get just him say, to grade, "You're get him going to the next level, get kid." Him, you know how to push my buttons. <laughs> anyway, I remember uh, uh, Betty Granger. She was my teacher in sixth grade. Why do I know that name? I don't know. And she was a tough cookie. Sure. And I remember going to, and this is I don't remember. She's maybe the one teacher I remember out of all of my school, like literally the one, because I remember she turned to my mom at our, our parent-teacher conferences and said. Mike's not going to be able to succeed on personality alone. And I I thought to myself, you a-hole. Like, how dare you? And then from that day forward, I said, I'm going to try as hard as I can to succeed on, on only personality, personality alone. alone. I'm going to try to do zero work, but succeed on only. But she might have been right. But I really thought, wow, isn't that cruel? And I also remember I was running for sixth grade president. At the time, ah, sure. And she stopped in the class and she said, do not vote for like the popular choice, because I was popular in sixth grade. That's when I peaked, right? <laughs> Maybe this kid who has great ideas about not filling landfills with foam things and, and uh, you know, all of this great stuff he thought of. Maybe Dave Kobe should win. I think that's who I was running against is Dave Kobe. But she, like, had this. And I thought, well, is it okay to have a 
paid commercial by the teacher throwing one candidate under the yeah, bus. That's on equal time. No, but guess who won? <coughs> Mike Fredolone. Whatever. Dave Kobe got his butt kicked. <laughs> but I think Dave Kobe's probably a billionaire. So right, whatever. He's, he's he's winning. He's on his yacht. Yeah, he's on his yacht. He's probably the actual president. I right. don't even know. Uh, all right, Michael, thank you so much, sir. Rivers, you're the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening on whatever various podcast platform that you happen to be listening to the show on. It helps other people find the show as well. We really do appreciate it. And if you'd also like to email us, please do so, and you can do that at the Garage Logic page. Just say email the show and enter in my name, and that way we will get your email to the weekly scramble. For Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next week. Until then, cheers.